Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over a hundred casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. Eighteen plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. What was that like? Ruling without the rich. House Targaryen is gone. Not a single person who shares your blood is alive to support you. The Starks are gone as well. Our two terrible fathers saw to that. The remaining members of House Lannister will never back you, not ever. Stannis Baratheon won't back you either. His entire claim to the throne rests on the illegitimacy of yours. That leaves the Tyrells. Not impossible, not enough. Lannister, Targaryen, Baratheon, Stark, Tyrell. They're all just spokes on a wheel. This one's on top, then that one's on top, and on and on it spins, crushing those on the ground. It's a beautiful dream. Stopping the wheel. You're not the first person who's ever dreamt it. I'm not going to stop the wheel. I'm going to break the wheel. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, dying times here. Everybody, uh, as promised, we did this last season. Uh, Joe and me, uh, we love Game of Thrones, correct? This is appointment television. Yeah, it is. That's uh, you know, it seems like the ten weeks of airtime go by really, really quick when Game of Thrones is on. Yeah, it's like, I don't know and what now I'm going to do tonight. <laughs> yeah, we've got to wait another year <laughs> for I can, it to come yeah. back on. Yeah. But season five just ended last week. We'll date this. This is episode 165, by the way. And, uh, it's all the season, Game of Thrones season five recap. We're gonna, I figure we'll do this every season. Sounds fun, cause the only person around me that watches the show is Josh, and I, I don't get to talk to him a whole bunch. And I wish, like, I could watch this with somebody. It's like, I feel like Game of Thrones is our, our, uh, generations, like, Dallas or Dynasty. You, it could be. I you mean, it's the got, fuck down and you shut the fuck up when this is on. It's that. Uh, it's got that level of popularity, mm-hmm. and man, just about everybody I know watches it. There's yeah. very few people, except maybe Tim, yeah. that doesn't watch it. I, I'm convinced if I can get Tim to watch, like, I don't know, what would you say it would take? Like maybe three or four episodes. I think he'd be hooked to shit. Yeah, I think he'd be hooked too. And maybe that's why he's not doing it because he knows he'll just binge and. And watch I can't the whole blame thing. him for that either. Uh, but now that it's over with the other Sunday night show that I've watched and which I got to recommend to you again is a uh, penny dreadful. I think you'd really, really dig it, Kyle. That's the one with David Warner, right? 
David Warner was in just a few episodes. Well, you don't have to sell me David Warner at all. Anything that guy's involved in that's that's not the worst movie of all time, I'll, I'll fucking watch it. That man, that man, I wish, if I could recast Game of Thrones, I would honestly throw Charles Dance out and put David Warner in as the king. Well, I mean... It'd be the only thing I would change. Yeah, just getting into Game of Thrones, we we did have some uh, Jonathan Price. Yes. Season, which, uh, which we'll get into that, because he... He's just amazing in it. He's amazing in anything. Even yeah. that fucking shitty G.I. Joe Cobra movie. I've not watched that. <laughs> uh, well, he's got the Jonathan Price in there to class it up a little bit. But, yeah, it's basically giant guns and the rock. And <laughs> you ain't going to have a G.I. Joe movie and you ain't going to have Shipwreck. You can count me the fuck out. Yeah, fuck it. You know, I want the parrot, you know, mm-hmm. to have yep. a starring role. I want barbecue, I want heavy metal, I want the dreadnoughts in there, and if you ain't gonna put those guys in there, fuck off. Yeah, I want, uh, Flint Iron Knife, if that was his name, I don't really remember. Flint? Flint was in the first one for like two seconds, played by Brendan Fraser. Well, well, who's the engine? The engine? Yeah, there's an engine. Oh, fuck, I, uh, Tomahawk, I think, maybe? I don't know, that doesn't sound right, but. Apache Chief, we'll just call him Apache Chief. He could clap yeah. his hands together and grow. <laughs> there you go. Apache uh, Chief will be in the next uh, Justice League movie, I'm sure. Yeah, but yeah, I, I just looked up. We've got it. We've got a cheat sheet out, and it does not have Jonathan Price on there. So, uh, where do you want to start at? Do you well this all this season? Let's start. Well, where's a good starting point, Joe? I'd say like right at the beginning, right? Didn't it start with the uh, with these guys in the masks? That are, oh, the sons of the harpy! There you go. They're uh, revolting or rebelling against uh, the, the dragon Darius. chick. And yeah. and again, uh, listeners, I don't know anybody's name. I have nicknames for all of them, but uh, me too. You know, everybody's have, name is weird and yeah. sounds different. So and I there's just, a, nah. there's a lot of names that sound similar, like Davos, and then there's a place called Bravos, and it's just all a mystery. But I have. Made a concerned effort this this season to know the names. So plus we All have right. a cheat sheet, so I'll I'll tell yeah. you. Yeah, and her name is Daenerys. Targaryen, <laughs> the mother of dragons. Yeah, the dragon chick, and I guess these guys are just killing the Unsullied. Yeah, which kind of throws me off because I thought the Unsullied were supposed to be the ultimate badasses. Well, it but... threw me off because they they're they're like a guerrilla uprising, and and they're of. They're of, uh, what would you say, like the rich people mm-hmm. that are pissed that Daenerys freed all their slaves? And right. And also they, they be won't open fight, the body right? pits. Yeah. Yeah, they should just be a bunch of pussies, but, I mean, they're here killing the Unsullied. They're sneaking into this place, that place, plotting. Yeah. They got secret passages and whorehouses. Yeah, they, I, I feel like every whorehouse is a secret passage in Game of Thrones. I'm sure. You know, next time I'm in a whorehouse, that's the first thing I'm going to do is look around for secret passages. They're always behind the grandfather clock. If Webster taught me anything, that's where the secret passage is. Mm-hmm. Or there's a book that you pull, mm-hmm. and then the, uh, the bookcase swivels around. Or yeah. just opens like a door. Yep. But they, I, I, it, I think the show did a kind of a shitty job with with the Unsullied. Like you see them in season four, mm-hmm. and there are thousands of them. Right. And then they get into Marine where they're at now, and Daenerys has taken over Marine, and she is. It seemed like for the first because this season to me it felt like this was a season of two parts. You had everything 
leading up to episode 8, 9, and 10. And yeah. 8, 9, and 10 might as well have been its own movie. Well, the thing is, uh, I liked all that buildup, but 9 and 10, when we get to those, I found them incredibly predictable. You know, really? like all that stuff, I could see it coming, except for maybe one or two things, which, which we'll get into that. Uh, the season also starts with the imp, whose uh, name, again, I always forget, but he's on the run. Serious. Because last year, on this day, on Father's Day, the episode ran where he killed his father. Yep, which, shot old Charles Dance on the shitter. All right, so now he's on the run. Uh, they're having Charles Dance's funeral where they're throwing coins on his eyes and shit. Yeah. Uh, so he can pay the boatman, as they say. Or I don't know if they do that in, in this mythology or whatever. I don't know. I think they, they put, like, stones painted with eyes over their eyes for some... <clears throat> Some and there you go, stones. That's right. That's what they had. They, they did it with John Aaron when he died. Yeah. Over in the north, John Snow has become uh, the big shot. Yeah. He's a uh, commander of the Night's Watch, and, and not very well liked. No, he's not because he he's won, just he like, won his position by one vote. Mm-hmm. An up and coming bastard, so they don't like him. And what's he do to appease everybody that doesn't like him? He wants to fucking make peace with the wildlings. Who they've been at war with for what forever? I no, I think they just trapped them on the other side of the wall, and then it's like they, they've just been there all hanging out until the White Walkers showed up, and now they gotta they gotta get the fuck out of there because they're not gonna win in a war between the White Walkers. And I think like John's plan is let's team up, even though we're bitter enemies, kind of like the enemy of the of my enemy is my friend type of deal. Yeah, but yeah. That no one, no one likes that decision, especially like John's uh, arch nemesis. Uh, his name is Alistair Thorne, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah Alistair I'm, Thorne, the old white-haired dude. Yeah, I'm trying to find. Uh, I don't see him on this this uh, cheat list you gave me. No, this is from season three. <laughs> okay, okay. We're missing some Jonathan Price. We're missing. This is the best, most sense-making one I could find. I mean, there's a million, but Jesus Christ. Well, one thing we didn't see is uh is the two kids mm-hmm. that were on the run with the uh, with the guy that just says his name over and over. Well, what was Odor. up with that? I think they they had planned that before they even started filming season five. They they let that out early that the Bran and and Hodor and the the guy that lives under a tree and wears roots. I I don't even think that guy had it. Well, if he had a name, I don't know what the fuck it is. You, those guys, they were just not going to be in this episode, in this whole season. So they're just saving their storyline, or did they give them all the boot? No, they didn't give them the boot. They'll be back. Okay. I mean, you even had that guy Gendry, that's the bastard son of Robert Baratheon. You know, that dude put him on the boat and just fucking said, "Get the fuck out of here, or Melisandre's going to take all your blood." He he hasn't been seen since season four. He's out there somewhere. Okay. Yeah, that's the thing with this show. It you've got to have uh, like a refresher course before you come into the to the new seasons because there's yeah. people that they've just showed like maybe for one scene in season one that come back. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, one of them being uh, is he a nephew? Uh, which of, guy? Uh, the guy that joined the church. He has a shit like cut into his head. Oh, that was the. Uh... I'll give you his name in a minute because he's a he's a Baratheon too, or no? He was he's either oh uh, fuck his name. 
that's either Renly or Renly was the you're talking about the gay guy, right? Yeah, uh it was either was... Renly Baratheon or his lover. I'm not sure what that dude's name was. Okay, well well this guy, I mean, he pops in. I'd forgotten all about it. And yeah. well shit, like even the dragon that came from out of nowhere at one point. I forgot that there was another dragon out there somewhere. Yeah, there's three of them. She's got two of them chained up in the in the yeah. uh whatever catacombs. <laughs> so, you know, I'm watching this with my daughter and I'm thinking, where the fuck's this dragon come from? And she had to remind me, oh, that dude, he took off on his own. He said, fuck this, and just flew away at one point yep. a couple of seasons ago. And, man, I didn't remember that at all. Mm-hmm. I thought, I didn't, I don't know, man. I, I'm on and off with Daenerys's plot line. Sometimes it gets cool, but then you'll go, like, three or four episodes of her just sitting over in Marine fucking around and not doing a whole hell of a lot. But I did get on board with Jorah Mormont's uh, <laughs> exile and return, and then second exile and second return. That guy's like one of my favorites now. And we got a great question about him that we'll get to later. Okay. <laughs> Probably the greatest question ever asked in Game of Thrones history. Uh, one of the things uh, that was introduced, or some of the characters that were introduced this season that I really, really took a liking to was the Sand Sisters. I thought they were weak as shit. They didn't do anything, man. I thought, really? Are they supposed to be, like, super badasses? Well, I don't know. I just thought they were sexy as shit. Well, yeah, man. That one <laughs> chick. Hell, the one chick can kill you just by looking at her tits. Yeah. Evidently. So, she's got poison boobs. Yeah, I really, really liked her. And shit, I don't know any of their real names again. Not not their real names, but even they're their characters' the, names. Yeah, they're just the Sand Snakes. They are daughters of the lady who was married to... Oberon Martell, who got his head popped like a fucking grape at the end of season four. Yeah, and that lady, she's been in a lot of movies. You see her all over the place, all the the British productions she's been in for a long time. Uh, the first thing I remember seeing her in is they did a really weak movie called uh, Kama Sutra, which you know you would think it'd have a lot of sex. Yeah, yeah you bring it if you name your. You got to bring the. Fucking yeah, and good. they did. They didn't. They tried to make a drama, you know. So. <laughs> That one didn't work and didn't work for me, and I hate that movie because it lied. It lied. <laughs> you don't lie like that. Yeah. Movies. No. Uh, but yeah, I found – I just found them fun to to watch, and you're right. They didn't really do anything. But, no, you know. they threw a spear through a guy's head that was buried in sand and did some poison stuff to Braun. <laughs> mm-hmm. Which he also he's – a, he's a fun character whenever mm-hmm. he's on the stage or on the screen – He's always got some really good lines. His, uh, I think he may be one of the few people on there that knows actually uh, theatrical sword fighting. Really? Because they keep the camera on him when he swings. It doesn't like really cut. If you notice on a lot of their fight scenes, and I complained about this last year. That I know the, it does when Jamie picks up a sword. Right. They cut like to the reverse angle of him or they'll just show him swinging and they'll cut to whoever gets hit. You know, it, it's just, it's edited in a way to where you can tell like, okay, these guys don't really know how to fight. You know, it's not like watching, you know, a really badass Kung Fu movie where the camera f- will stay on them, but it may move and rotate all around. <clears> them. So you constantly see the fight and you see these people are actually doing this shit. So that's one of my complaints with it. Um, I think the the Grey Worm too. He had some. He had a decent fight scene where 
I actually thought he was dead. And it turns out he wasn't. Yeah, he got he got stabbed in the whorehouse. Yeah. By the so- sons of the harpy. His buddy died. Okay, yeah, that's right. The old that, guy that and... narked out Jorah Mormont for being his fucking spy. <laughs> <laughs> but, that uh, guy just known to me as the narc. The old narc. See, that episode really bothered me in that the Sons of the Harpy came and they were just kicking the Unsullied's ass. And yeah, this, like, Grey Worm was the only one that could fight or that what? Was, well, that's what I was going to say earlier. Like, season four really gave you the scope of how many Unsullied there are. There are an amazing amount. And yeah, it's then a whole when city. They get Marine, <laughs> you, you're, you're stuck in the confines of Marine. You don't know how many they are. And they're, they're all castrated dudes. Mm-hmm. Like, that's what part of their thing is. Because so, they're total lo- totally loyal to whoever's controlling them, and they're like the ones in the whorehouse getting sung, getting a song sang, to, and then just throat gets sliced, and and it's like, okay, you got one, and that was impressive that you even got one, or at least I thought. But there's right. supposed to be like like hundreds of thousands of these dudes, and then they get in that fight with Grey Worm and the old Narc, and there's like maybe twenty of them. I'm like, these guys should be coming out of the woodwork. This rebellion should be like quelled and like. It should take no no effort at all to get these dudes, but I think that's cool because they're just the sons of the harpy are just this gorilla. You don't know who they are. They're all wearing masks. They could pop up at any time. I thought that was kind of cool. <laughs> and they're all pissed. All they want is those fucking gladiator pits open. Goddamn. Well, see, I don't understand that. They did open the gladiator pits, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. I thought that's what the whole deal is about, and yet they still keep it attacking. Well, they they still they want their slaves. They're the old people that aren't rich anymore because of their, they don't have slaves anymore. Okay. At least that's what I took out of it. Well, uh, we also got Peter Dinklage. Like we said, he's on the run, but uh, he ends up meeting face to face with uh, he's on Daenerys. The run. Yeah, he's on the run with my boy Varys. Yeah, <laughs> my boy, the bald fucking smart man. For a little while, but you know, yeah. he's got to wander off in Varys, a whorehouse. Yeah, Dinklage had to go take a pee. And gets punched out and taken by Jorah Mormont. <laughs> What's his name? How do you say that again? Jorah Mormont. Jorah Mormont. Okay, yeah. see, I'm, I'm learning here. Yeah. I'm learning. Uh, <laughs> he's the yeah, guy with blue balls. Big time. And he's taking him back because uh, he figures that's going to be his way back in with Daenerys, right? Mm-hmm. To take her, uh, one of the Lannisters. Like, hey, here you go. Yep. Can I be your friend again? Um but along the way, they run into the Stone Men. They run into the Stone Men, yeah. And I guess what's the story behind these dudes? Well, okay, so Stannis has a daughter that was afflicted with that disease. Right, that's why and her face is yeah, all is all like scaly. Yeah, she's two faced And I guess it's kind of like 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 a really bad case of like skin cancer, and it's also contagious. So if you get it, they just send you to this like quarantine zone where they were cutting through. Cause that whole, like, I think they men- make mention of like that whole town's like a, like a, no one goes there. It's just gone. It's been there once and this is where they send the stone men that are just, the so it's a big leper colony. Yes, basically. Yeah, exactly. Okay. But so it, it is contagious and, and Jorah catches it. Yeah, because uh, they show him throughout the show. He's got like a little piece of his arm is infected. Yeah. So he's eventually going to die, right? Or is he turned into stone? I don't get it. What's um, this shit do? Well, 
the only frame of reference that the show gives you is that Stannis's daughter. And there's a big monologue about how he called in every maester mm-hmm. in the known kingdoms to stop it, and that's that worked. And that that is not available to Jor Mormont at all. No. He's just he's fucked, and yeah, it doesn't fucked. give you a time frame of how much time he has left. So, so he couldn't just like cut off his arm or anything. Well, I don't know. I was hoping him and like Jamie would hook up, and he'd be like, Jamie, just be like, hey, just cut your fucking arm off, buddy. Yeah, he could be like the left hand. Jamie could be the right hand. And- yeah, it works for me. We could have a total fucking badass iron-fisted mm-hmm. sword duo right there, but. I guess that's how it works. It's how I understand it to work. Yeah, and speaking of Jamie, he's been dispatched by his sister lover, Cersei, to go and uh, retrieve their daughter, who they feel is in danger, right? Yeah, that's their daughter, but they refer to her as their nephew. Yeah. Because, (laughs) you know, incest is... Jamie and Cersei are all about banging Mm -hmm. sometimes. Yeah, and Bronn goes with them. And that's, uh, again, that's where we're finally introduced to the Sand Sisters, the highlight of, uh, episode, of season five. And I'm sticking with that. Um, what, the boob part or the part where they throw the spear through the dude's head? Uh, just the, their whole look. I like them. I like them a lot. But they're, ter- like, they're terrible. That, that fight scene they had between those three girls and Braun and Jamie in that courtyard of that fucking Dorn. That was the worst. Yeah, I'll tell you that this, a whip terrible. is not a very good weapon. I don't give a shit. You know, I'm not a big fan of Indiana Jones. You know, fuck the whip. Lash LaRue, any of that shit, nah. Zorro, nah. You're not back in Zorro? <laughs> nope, not back in Zorro. Zorro's kind of fucking weak, I always thought, too. Yeah. Um. Anybody that puts a little tiny mask on and you can't figure out that's <laughs> who, it, who it is, no. That don't work for me. Yeah, and he's all in black, man. You'd think it'd be really hot, but yeah, what do I know? Uh, we didn't see a whole lot of uh, Baelish Littlefinger this season either. Yeah, so. let's just let's jump over to the other side of the narrow sea and go to King's Landing and talk about some Lannister action. Okay. Because well, no, we forgot my my favorite scene of the year was probably also the funniest scene is when uh, Jorah and um, Tyron, Ty, Tyrion. I always get him and his dad mixed up. When Jorah and the midget encounter the slaves, <laughs> the slavers. Yeah. And uh, they say the midget lives until we find a cockburchet. Cut his throat. Wait, 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 wait. Let's discuss this. And then chop off his cock. We'll sell it for a fortune. The world's cock has magic powers. Wait, wait. Wait, 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 you you can't just hand a dried cock to a merchant and expect him to pay for it. He has to know it came from a dwarf. And how could he know? Unless he sees the dwarf. It will be a dwarf-sized cock. Guess again. The dwarf lives until we find a cock merchant. A cock merchant. Yeah. So, you know, this is uh this is not a midget have magic song. <laughs> This is not something we've heard. No. <laughs> but apparently it's a big thing in this uh, in this kingdom. <laughs> I just want one scene, and it could be in season seven or eight, where it just – somebody's in a city, and they just stroll past a cock merchant. Just, 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 I'm telling you, you need to get 
fast custom cock merchants on. <laughs> on, you need to get on that, Joe. Get you a fucking cameo in Game of Thrones. They need some billboards. Yeah, fast custom yeah. cock merchants along the roads. Mm-hmm. Um, but we did did see little uh, finger go and give away the last one of the remaining Santa. Stark girls, uh, Sansa Stark, who yeah. uh, was a giant character in the season. Uh, yeah, a character was... I don't give two fucks about. No, because all she does is cry. This is and true. I get tired of seeing characters that cry a lot. That's well, uh. I'll tell you what, I have completely changed the way I look at the Starks. Like, after Ned Stark got beheaded in season one, I was like, okay, now it's on, it's time for revenge. But anyone who is affiliated with House Stark, be it Sansa or Arya Stark, Brianna Tarth, Jon Snow, anybody, they have every chance in the world to get some type of fucking revenge against the Lannisters. And it never fucking happens. None of them ever do a goddamn thing about it. No, they don't. The worst, and it, rightfully so, they're almost wiped out by now. There's like, the kids are left, and they've got Jon Snow, and I guess Brienne is affiliated with them. She's more affiliated with them than anyone else, but now I was like, you know what? You had your chance, Starks. Uh, you fucked around. You, you fucked around too much. I'm, I'm done with you. But yeah, yeah, well. And it seems like the show is pretty much done with them, too, because we've got, what, maybe one left at the end of this season? Maybe. that We'll talk about that later. Okay, yeah. Well, I, I know where you're going with that, but, yeah, we'll get to that. Um, but speaking of which, the other one is uh, Sansa, right? Yeah, she fucked off to... Okay, no, not Sansa, Arya. Arya, yeah, she okay. fucked off to... Uh, I wish I had a map pulled up. I don't know. The House of Black and White. Yeah, she joined some cult of uh, no faces. And yeah, the man it, of many faces. I don't know. Yeah, I just call and, them many faces. And I can't figure out, are they assassins? What the hell are they doing? I don't know. They're assassins, but, like, then they have – no one hires them. They just, right. I don't get that whole th- – I think that's, like, fucking weak as shit. You know, and, you know, how do you maintain the temple if you're not getting paid somehow? Hey, she's in there sweeping all the time. Yeah. It's like, if this place they, not clean yet... They fucking kill people? Like, yeah. sick people will come in to get healed, and then they just feed them the poison fucking fountain water, and they croak? Yeah. Uh, I don't... It's set up now, man. It's got to pay off somehow, because I... That whole house of black and white shit, that's when I get up and take a piss. Yeah, you would think, but I don't know. I don't know what she's doing there, or... I she's, mean, where that whole thing's leading with her. She's learning to be no one. Well, she might as well be because of the years have not been kind to her. She is becoming, you know, she used to be a cute little girl in season one. I think she's still a good actress. I, oh, I no, like no. her. She, she plays cute. her job well. She's just yeah. not pleasing to look at. She's not. I didn't think they gave, yeah, I didn't think they gave her character a lot to do. When they, at the later episodes, when they they send her on the mission to kill the the guy that's betting on if the pirates come back or not. Yeah. I was like, okay, fine. Now she's got something to do. Great. And then it got better when, uh, fuck is that guy's name? Son of a bitch. Oh, the guy that killed her teacher. Marin, Marin Trent. Okay. When yeah, that guy. I remembered his name. Yeah, he, he killed her fencing teacher in season one. You see, and I wouldn't up. have remembered that had they not done the recap before yeah. the episode and showed it. He was one of the dudes on her list. Okay. To yeah. Kill. 
He's so she killed him. two people on her list, right? I don't think she's killed. Who'd she kill? Well, I say, I say the hound's still alive. Mm, I don't know. I wouldn't I be think... surprised if he's dead, but goddammit, I want that guy back because he's great. He was, and he did have some tremendous lines, but yeah. I was much more interested in her hanging out with him mm-hmm. than I was fucking her in the house of black and white. I just and, don't know what the fuck is going on there. And that guy, uh, fucking Draken Nagar, the, the guy who's teaching him, her? Yeah. He's fucking terrible. That guy is, <laughs> that guy is poison on screen. I can't get into that dude at all. He's like a horrible Mr. Miyagi. What else has he been in? I don't know, but he looks really familiar. Stuck. I just think he's, he's like, he's like bootleg, um, fuck is his name. He's bootleg guy that Corey G loved. Lorenzo Lamas. That's who he is. He's a third-rate Lorenzo Lamas. What's his name in the show? I'm trying to look him up. Jacket Nagar. Jacket Nagar. What the fuck kind of name is that? It's some fucking <laughs> I don't know, man. But speaking of... Oh, we'll get to that later. I'll, I'll throw that in somewhere else. Yeah, nothing's happening in that plot line at all. I'm like, come on with this. Well, the thing is, is, uh, like some of these plot lines, it's like they're building up quite a bit and they just fizzle out. Yeah. You know, uh, one of them being, uh. The eerie fizzled. Like that's what Peter Bailey, I don't know why your, your boy fucking Littlefinger. Mm-hmm. And I gotta ask that, okay, I've not read any of the books. You've not read any of the books, right? No. I assume they call him Littlefinger because he has a tiny dick. Am yeah, I, right? I guess so. Or, I don't know, I thought maybe, like, because he has his fingers in everything. I don't know, I just always thought he had a fucking tiny wiener. Uh, but I'll go with that, sure. Okay. Um, he, why, okay, we'll talk about the other Stark sister, Sansa, who is also poison on screen. Yeah, as we mentioned, uh, Littlefinger, he gave Sansa up to the family with the sadistic as fuck dude. Well, he took her, no, there's a whole bunch of shit he no, that was last season. I was going to say, he took her to the Vale. And then from the Vale, he pushed What's-Her-Face-Up, uh, Ed Stark's sister, out the fucking door and took off with that little Robin kid who, I don't know what the fuck he thinks he's going to do with that little Robin kid. Well, he took her to... uh He took her to Winterfell. House Bolton, right? Mm-hmm. Those dudes? Mm-hmm. Okay, because uh, yeah, that they're in. They've got control of Winterfell. That's to Mary Ramsay, who that's the dude I'm talking about that was really sadistic and yeah, fucked up Theon. But uh, yeah. I don't know if we're supposed to feel sorry for Theon now. If we're supposed to forget that he, you know, burns well, kids and you know, I don't. It, that dude, that Ramsay guy, he's. I like him, but I think they're just trying to give us another Joffrey. Just and somebody to hate. There's okay. nobody that's going to be as good as Joffrey. No, I mean Not that happening. that kid did his job way, way yeah. too well. Did you know that kid is 22 years old? Really? He is that fucking old. Hmm. That was fucking insane. I looked him up and like they mentioned that on a Game of Thrones podcast I listened to, and I was like, that can't be true. Yeah, yeah that dude is old. Mm. And well, Sansa's married name. off to uh, Ramsay. They have a small ceremony out in the snow. And, uh, so she gets fucked, literally, yeah, and Dion gets to watch. Yep. People had a real problem with her getting raped. Like, the internet fucking went berserk about mm-hmm. her getting raped. And I was just like, you know, 
that's probably, yeah, that's a horrible thing, but that's exactly how that would fucking work. More than likely, that's exactly how it went. You know, uh, people did not marry for love. Nope. Uh, marrying for love is fairly recent. You know, people married for convenience or especially royalty would marry to strengthen bonds and shit. Yeah. Yeah, strengthen kingdoms and keep peace. So, I mean, as shitty as that was, yeah, that was realistic, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I guess uh he wants to have some kids with her, but yeah. turns He's out his dad side piece too. It's got another kid on the way, right? Yeah. It's yeah, his dad is a uh, Bruce Bolton. Okay. Who I'm all about. I'm I'm I was I was team I was team fucking Stannis. And I still am Team Stannis, but fucking Bruce Bolton is—he—he's not giving up Winterfell. He's dug in like a tick. See, now the thing yeah. is, Stannis, we've seen his story built up for three seasons, for and this is another one time. that just fizzled out, man. It nah, just like... Stannis isn't dead, dude. That's my—that's number one prediction. The first thing we'll see in Game of Thrones season six is Brienne's sword above his head. And, and she didn't kill him. Cause you don't but, see him die. Well, okay, I'll give you that. Cause I was gonna say how shitty that was that they didn't show it like his head flopped down or something like that. But They did that for a reason, yeah. Alright, okay. I say. I don't know. But well, that does make sense. Nobody can speculate for, because from what I understand, the TV show is completely caught up with the books anymore and they're, they're on their own now. Right, because uh, he's barely in the midst of writing whatever winter something I think is going to be the next uh, something like that next novel. Yeah, Winds of Winter. I don't remember what it was called. I read about it the other day, but yeah, man, that Winterfell stuff. I like Winterfell a lot, and they keep saying like there's the old lady and Brianna Tarth who had a, a pretty had a run in with Sansa and. And Littlefinger in a bar on the way. Mm-hmm. And had to fucking slaughter some dudes. Yeah, just to get out of there. Yeah, get out she, of there alive. She is still out there wanting to protect these girls for, uh, for Caitlyn and her solemn oath that she swore. Mm-hmm. And she's right across the way and she gets word to, to, uh, Sansa through an old lady. Hey, if you ever need help, put this fucking candle in the tower and, and help us on the way. Now, are Sansa and Theon dead? Speaking of something that was left kind of uh, ambiguous, I would yeah. think they'd be dead. I I can't see them killing them. They, you can't kill... I know Game of Thrones is all about gut punches. Mm-hmm. You, you invest your love into one character, and then they just fucking mer- mercilessly slaughter them. Right. I, I don't think... Those two are way too major. I don't think they're dead. I mean... You're not going to hinge this show on fucking Bran Stark. Everybody hates that little kid. <laughs> no, I think that's why he wasn't in this season. But no, nah, I don't think they're dead. They'll they'll flop in a fucking hay cart or something because they did just jump off the wall. Right after after Theon kind of gets his because he's been brainwashed completely. Mm-hmm. He's just a dickless dog now, a dickless manservant, and he finally pushes. Uh, oh, fuck is his name? Ramsey's, Ramsey's side piece off the fucking castle wall. Yeah. To her death, and then they jump, and see you later. <laughs> That's it. 
And we got more of uh, the Red Witch. Uh, her name starts with an M. We Alessandra. More... Yeah. Now, she is one of the, like I said, I don't find many of the women in this show attractive. She's attractive. She's like a really attractive older woman. Mm-hmm. And we've got her manipulations of uh, Stannis continuing saying, hey, you know, you saw how powerful King's blood is and how it, what it did for you last time. Yeah, hey, she, you want she, more? She, you got your daughter right there. Yeah, she keeps claiming that she sees uh, House Bolton's flags in ruins in the fire. And in order to achieve that, she needs King's blood. And the only source of King's blood is, well, there's Gendry, but who knows where the fuck that guy is. Yeah. And, and his... His, uh, Stannis' daughter, and you got a burner, and indeed they do. And then and, I was, I jumped on the bandwagon. I'm like, I'm fucking Team Stannis. Go, buddy. I mean, it was in character for him to do that. Yeah, because he was is all about fucking, you know, doing what needs to be done, no matter right. How old his mindset is like, this is what we're gonna do, and it doesn't matter what it takes to get it done. Mm-hmm. Um, Unfortunately, he needed to do a whole lot more because his army was defeated even by sacrificing uh, the daughter, oh, they were which I thought before. was cool because it came very shortly, just a couple of episodes after that scene that you mentioned, that really nice, tender moment with him and his daughter. Yeah. You know, where he's expressing how much he loves for mm-hmm. uh, loves her. And Not as much as that Iron Throne, though. Yeah. No. The fuck out of that little girl. So. And, and the people, like, I always, I always kind of, kind of look at the internet reaction and everybody was like oh my god i can't believe they did that and i was just like you saw you guys you can't fucking you're you're playing around here you can't tell me you didn't see that coming yeah they like a fucking freight train coming down the tracks you knew that was gonna fucking happen yeah that was one of the one of the things that i found really predictable um uh, the, the same thing with the with the return of the dragon um that's the dragons have been saving her ass when it looks like that's it for her for, what, three, four seasons now? Yeah, they're a real big plot device into getting Danny out of trouble. Yeah, and even with her doing her never-ending story thing and jumping on top was, of the dragon. I knew – when I saw that, I knew it. I was like, watch out. Here come the memes tomorrow. <laughs> that was some horrible fucking CGI. The it dragon was. looked great. But her and the dragon looked like right. fucking full moon shit. Yeah, that looked awful. That I'm convinced that that episode was produced by Charles Band. <laughs> and where does she end up at the end? Is she back with the in some fucking field somewhere? Is I don't know. Are, is that not the those the are the Rocky? Two, yeah, those are the, they come back. I thought the Dothraki. I thought she was the last. I mean, that's what they said, because she sent everybody away, because they were all starving in the desert, like, way back in season one. And she hadn't even, like, Khal Drogo was still alive the last time we saw any Dothraki. Yeah. But then yeah. They, they find her and start the fucking swirling horse mosh pit. And... Mm-hmm. Hey, let's ride around in circles. Yeah, yeah, I don't know if they were happy, or... <laughs> We just found a white woman. <laughs> Holy shit! What's going on here? <laughs> yeah, they didn't really give us a whole lot. No, that then that last episode was just cliffhanger. Every everything was a cliffhanger. Mm-hmm. Even the thing that happened to Jon Snow was a cliffhanger. Well, let's lead up to that. Only not really. To <laughs> run us through what happened on the way, we we already established that he uh, became king of the Night's Watch. Yeah. Well, I think this this season is. 
mostly about the rise of of religion in King's Landing and what happens at the Watch. Yep. Those were the two big through lines. So, and as we said, he's trying to make peace with the Wildlings so yeah. they can unite to fight off the uh, the White Walkers. Yeah, him and his rat ass buddy uh, with the beard, Tor Tormund Gris Giant Spain. That guy's badass. The dude from uh, that shitty thing. Uh, remake or whatever it was <laughs> called. That guy's like, I, I, I love like about six dudes in this show so much that I'm gonna fucking cry when they're, when they're dead. And one's the hound, which I don't think is dead. There's, there's Tormund with the beard. There's Brienne is my number one fucking jam. And then I love a little finger and Varys. You're really, really in denial about the Hound, aren't you? I'm, dude. The Hound is out there. That that dude's a tough son of a bitch. He is a, he's like a possum. Like I've hit a possum with a truck doing 55, and just pissed the possum off. That guy is not fucking dead, man. That's just a fucking flesh wound. He's the Black Knight. He's gonna triumph. He's coming back. Uh, I think you're wrong on that one, but I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna quash your hopes. It's coming back, buddy. It's gonna happen. Yeah, but the that was King's. We'll go to King's Landing in a minute. Uh, the Night's Watch. Uh, Jon Snow teams up with Tormund to go in over to the other side of the wall. Well, the first thing that happens is that in the last part of season four, they captured uh, Mance Raider, who was mm-hmm. the leader of the Wildlings. And the first, I don't know if it was the first or second episode. Uh, John gets kind of backed in a corner. Because Stannis is up there at the wall trying to recruit dudes for his siege of Winterfell. He's backed into the wall and made to make a decision to kill Mance Raider. Mm-hmm. And they burn him, and then John Mercy kills him with an arrow. Right. And so, you know, Tormund and John go to the other side of the wall to, what was that place called, Hardhome? Yeah, Hardhome. And, uh, the shit goes fucking berserk. That, what'd you think of that, that episode? Cause that, I really do think that started the fucking, like, it was, this season was average up until episode eight. And then it uh, went fucking awesome. I thought that whole siege was, was really, really well done. Uh, some of the best looking zombies I've seen in a long time. It totally you know, the, went Army of Darkness on it. Yeah, I the kid it. zombies were just fucking badass. It's mm-hmm. like, how come the we don't see this giant? shit? In horror movies, mm-hmm. you know, why don't we have something that looks that good? I love the giant. I love the fucking uh, White Walker with the spear who looks like some Swedish black metal fan mm-hmm. coming out of the rafters with a big ice spear. Yeah. And that, that whole episode, like the last 30 minutes, was just an Army of Darkness style siege of horror yeah. moment. It was great. Yeah, it was. It was really... That's the kind of action I want to see. And, and, of course, you can't do that all the time because then mm-hmm. it becomes boring. So they did save that up. They gave us just enough of the White Walkers, especially with them raising all the dead. Everybody that died there is now a yeah. White Walker drone. Mm-hmm. You know? So even if you kill them, you're, you're still fucked. Yeah, and you know that showed on Jon Snow's face as he's sailing around. It's like, oh, man, mm-hmm. fuck. <laughs> We're all dead. You know, how well, what do you th- what do you shit. think of Jon Snow? Do you are you a Jon Snow dude? No, I'm you not. Don't like him? I didn't like him, and now I kind of do. 
Like, I was interested in what goes on at the wall this season. Well, yeah, I, I was interested in that whole, the, you know, all the politics <coughs> that's going on. Yeah. And, but he's just a guy, and it showed that he's got too much, uh, sympathy for other people to be an effective commander that the, that the Night Watch needs. You know, they, mm-hmm. he broke he a lot of, of their rules. Yeah, he's got a great foil in that old guy, though. Mm hmm. You know, his, uh, they try to rape his buddy's girl, whatever her name is, Philly, Gilly. Gilly. Uh, that's yeah. the dude I, that's my number one hated dude on the whole show. I could <laughs> give a fuck what happens to Sam. That fat fuck could roll off a fucking cliff and I would, I don't give a shit. Yeah, there's a scene where they just beat the shit out of him and yeah. then he stands up and says, hey, come on, bring it some more. No. <laughs> You know, uh, it's the like people the in the hall stats. Yeah, the people that have wrote this have never, now. obviously never been repeatedly hit in the face. You don't get up. No. You don't want to get up. Sorry. <laughs> no. That guy, I don't, they, they, they write to him and they play to him so much mm-hmm. to where I'm just like, man, this is just a sappy dude and he's never, and he does stuff that's gonna matter. He's the one who figures out that Dragonglass could kill the White Walkers. Right. On, on, but he does it in, like, the dumbass, fucking, stupid-ass fucking way possible. Like, there's no way that guy is going to kill a White Walker. But indeed, he did. He did. Yeah. So he's, I don't know, we're supposed to respect him. I so suppose. He's badass. He's, and he got laid, so. Yeah, he job, did. Buddy. He gets laid this, this season. Mm-hmm. So. And this season, I guess there wasn't a whole lot of sex compared to the last few seasons, right? No, I think they got a lot of guff about the nudity. Yeah, well, that's too bad. But boy, uh, we'll talk about that when we get to <laughs> Yeah, because they did anything. make up for that. Yes, they did. <laughs> they did, and very impressively made mm-hmm. up for it. But that that whole siege with the undead waterfall and the dudes, the black metal band coming out of the fucking mountains, <laughs> shit. Those dudes are just they're, they're some black metal band. I swear to God, <laughs> they're just gonna descend. And I hope. Uh, here's fan theory number one of me. I think when all is said and done, I think the White Walkers are going to win. I think that's how you end this show. The f- they just take the throne. I'd be okay with that. Yep. It's not going to happen, but I'd be no. totally okay with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, they could use like a, a Mad Max guitar playing dude. Fuck you know, yeah. Who could really? Like, I want to strap one of those dudes on my tow motor at work every fucking day just to rock out. Fucking shoot people I don't like. But uh let's – what else can we talk about? Let's go to King's Landing. What's going on in King's Landing with uh, – man, Cersei let the cat out of the bag. Yeah, Cersei figures, hey, you know what? Uh, we got Marjorie that's married my son, and she's starting to, like, squeeze me out. Yeah. You know? She's a young, pretty, liked queen, so – Now, correct me if I'm wrong. That That marriage was proposed by her, right? I believe so, or believe, uh, maybe her dad. I don't know. Yeah, you're probably right, because that house, the Lannisters have always been, like, down with the fucking Tyrells. Yeah. And she was actually supposed to be married off to somebody else far away. Like, she was gonna be sent somewhere. No, she was gonna marry the gay guy. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, that's I right. I think. Yeah, I think you're right. And, well, she figures, well, there's this, uh, cult. Or religion. That's been long dead. Yeah, that's suddenly revived a bit and it's, it's led by Jonathan Price. For uh 
who was in Brazil. I mm. guess that's the biggest other movie film he's been in. He's done a lot of shit, but he's like second fiddle. Yeah, and he's, he's a tremendous actor. Yeah, he is. So one thing you don't do. Those as- dudes are those dudes are called. Uh, shit, it was right on the tip of my tongue. Fuck, I can't remember. Go ahead. Uh, <laughs> he's the high sparrow of yes. whatever the church is. But, uh, one thing you don't do as a leader is yes, you acknowledge the church, but you don't give them power. Nope. You know, and that's something that she totally fucked up by giving this guy money, giving this guy power. And she did it out of an act of pity revenge too. Right. Oh, uh, what's her name? Marjorie gets arrested for what was, what was her charge? She, She never got charged. She got, uh, kind of summoned to that. It was all about, uh, the gay, the gay sex that was going on between, uh, fuck. Like lying under oath then, right? Is what they end well, up that prisoner was, for? Yeah, they, they just, a formal inquisition is what I think they called it. Okay. And they called her and her brother in who was having sex with the gay dude that was gonna marry Cersei. And of course they've got the rat ass old woman with the mouth that won't quit. Um, the mother of thorns, I can't remember her name. She's in there and they ask her all about the, the gay stuff and she lies and then they take they take her in because she lied under oath. Yeah. Okay. You're talking about Diana Rigg, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, old lady Tyrell. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know her name either, but I uh, she's the old lady with the mouth. Also, she, you know, she is another She's uh, fucking great. She's everything she does in that. Yeah, she's fantastic. Job. And Diana Rigg, for those of you who don't know, she used to be in the original TV show The Avengers, mm-hmm. and she was fine as fuck. Mm-hmm. She, she filled out a leather cat suit like nobody else. You know who I thought she was? I thought she was fucking M. Oh, uh... I thought she was the M from James Bond for, like, four episodes. Yeah, either... I don't know who that woman is. Maggie Smith or the other one. Judy Dench. Judy that, Dench, there you go. M. She's yeah. Judy... She could be Judy Dench's stand-in. Mm-hmm. So she's arrested, and what what's good that comes out of this is we do have a scene with Jonathan Price and uh, Diana Rigg together, and they are just verbally quipping, and it, it's a tremendous scene. It's yep. probably one of my favorite scenes in the whole series because it's always fabulous when you see two incredible actors, two very professional actors doing their job, and they were both believable, and I got lost in that scene, man. Yeah. This whole season, I just couldn't believe like how stupid Cersei was to give yeah. her power. You didn't know what was going to happen. Holy shit! So yeah, yeah, exactly. The, the they church put gets... her. They put her on trial, or they put her. They do the same thing to her, right? Because she is uh, incestuous. Yeah. So that's what they're charging her with. They throw her in the dungeon, and it's kind of one of these things: confess, confess. It's the Inquisition, right? So yeah. and finally. I guess she waits him out and has a plan to get back home, but in, to, in order to do that, she has to confess and suffer a public humiliation. Which is where the best use of nudity in the entire, entire series fucking comes into play. Agreed. Uh, what is this woman's, what's her? The. Lena Headley yeah. is her real name, right? That was, that wasn't her. Naked. That was no. a body double. What did they CGI her head onto a body double? Yes, they did. 
Okay, well, that's then, disappointing. Yeah, well... Fuck you, goddamn HBO. Sorry, sorry, PC. Joe. <laughs> Jesus Christ, man, because that was a body. Yeah, and yeah, it was all CGI. Like, I think maybe, like, from her neck up was CGI her, and the rest was somebody else. I'm pretty fucking pissed now. <laughs> sorry to burst your bubble. Oh. You gotta go find out who that body double was now. I man. guess so, because Lena Headley, she's not very pretty. And I thought, well, okay, well, she's got this going for her. You know, you don't have to be pretty when you have a body like that. But nope, she's not even that. Damn. No, they <laughs> they strip her naked, and they say, you, you've got, what do they call it? You have to repent. You have to uh, take this walk of shame mm-hmm. from the church to the Red Keep. And it's a long fucking way. Long walk, her feet are bleeding. Naked. Dudes are jumping out with their wieners hat. Like the guy that I read, somebody leaked the casting call for the dude to jump out and say, "I'm a Lannister, suck me off." They, there's a picture of what needed to happen with that actor on on Twitter the other day. It was hilarious, but yeah, their dudes are jumping out with wieners and and they're throwing lettuce. Whores are stepping into the street yeah. and spitting on her. Yeah. Shit yeah. is being slung at her, and man, you want to talk about a character you hate, but they do something completely awful to her. The where I, now I can't wait to see her get her revenge. I'm not on her side. But see, this is something that's always been great about the show is they will take characters that you hate, mm-hmm. like I did, Jamie Lannister, and then flip it around, and he's somebody that you like all of a sudden that you develop a respect for. Yep. You know, and I don't think they're going to do that with her so much. I think we're still going to like her, but we are interested in seeing her get her revenge Uh against the church, against that nun that she swore that she's going to see die. Uh Uh-huh, that nun's going to buy it big. Yeah. She's going to get fucking massacred. And they did, uh... They brought the mountain back. They did, and you called that a while back. I thought it was going to go different. I, I, I think I have a better idea. I called it like three weeks ago. I said I wanted it to see because we've seen it happen twice now. I guess when you're put on trial, you could call for, what do they call it? A trial by combat. Trial by combat, yeah. I thought she was going to fucking say, I want a trial by combat. My champion's the mountain. Then Because there was one scene with the other dude I really like, and he's not on here. But he's the Dr. Frankenstein character. Yeah, and that's exa- exactly what has happened to and the mountain. I, yeah, he is now a giant Frankenstein, and I would have wrote it because there's a scene in the early episodes of this season where Cersei puts a, a pretty much a contract out on Tyrion and says, I want his head and whatever, I'll, I'll give you whatever for his head. A couple a couple episodes go by, and two dudes show up with a, a decapitated midget's head. With heads, yeah. yeah. And they say, no, that's not him. And then the Dr. Frankenstein guy says, well, I'll take that for my experiments. I thought she was going to call for trial by combat. This is how I would have wrote the episode, or the whole season fucking ender. Trial by combat, the mountain shows up with that reanimated midget's head sewn onto his giant body. That would have been the raddest fucking thing in the world. But nope, that didn't happen. She uh, just gets picked up by the mountain, and you can tell revenge is on her her fucking mind. And you've got a pretty badass Master Blaster situation going on right there that I'm going to dig his shit out of. 
Yeah, uh, one of the things that I'm predicting is uh, Jonathan Price, when he <coughs> first arrested her, made a big deal about that altar, how that altar had been there even before the city was, you know, yep. and just dictating how old the religion is. He was so old he didn't even know who made it. Yeah, that shit's going to get destroyed. That's going to be one of the things that she's going to do, like, to humiliate him or to hurt him. It's like, we're going to destroy this. Mm-hmm. Jonathan Price, he's not long for the the world of Game of Thrones. I don't no, think. no, he's he's got... He's a working actor. He's got yeah. stuff to do. No, he's in demand. He can yeah. he can always find work. Well, I mean, you look at you look at who's the main actors in this whole series, mm-hmm. and you've got you've, well, Ed Stark's dead. That's Sean Bean. He's got stuff going all the time. Cal Drogo's gone. He's he's doing movies, and all the other guys in here he's like being tattooed Aquaman yeah, or something because you get tattoos underwater. Uh-huh. I suppose. Of course. I don't know how that works. But and okay. I don't know anybody else. Like I've seen. I've seen Tormund in the Thing remake, mm-hmm. and that's about it. Like these are really good actors that I can't place in any other movie or anything else, except for like dudes like Jonathan Price. And I think that's a big mark on them that they're not going to stick around any long. Okay, let's go back to to uh, the Mother of Dragons chick and the, the big ambush they have at the gladiatorial games when. Uh, What's his name comes back and he's fighting now oh, as a gladiator. Yeah. Right. And one of the things is he sh- throws a, a spear mm-hmm. directly towards the throne, but it's like an assassin's creeping up on her. Yeah. And that's when we get, uh, what are these guys called? The Sons of the Harpy? The Sons of the Harpy. They all stand up and it's, it's a really good scene because mm-hmm. it's like, oh fuck, you know, I didn't see it coming. Right. And, but the thing is when the dragon shows up, and it's blowing, you know, flames at people. They're all throwing spears at him. Why didn't they fucking just throw a, a spear at, at What's-Her-Face and kill her that way? Because fucking Jor Mormont's a badass fucking gladiator that would have fucking <laughs> ninja swiped those spears out of the air. I don't know. Plus, she's got that Dario guy that she's banging. That's a pretty kick-ass swords dude. I don't know. That that was a mess. <laughs> I don't know yeah. why, how, like, why didn't they all attack him at once? Right. That dragon wouldn't have stood a chance. But. Yeah, why didn't they all go at the throne or where she was sitting? And that would have been it. Well, I guess were, that's why, because that would have been it. If you pay attention, because I watched it twice, and I was like, I didn't see it the first time. Uh, the Sons of the Harpy in the stands, they're only attacking the rich people. There's, mm-hmm. You can tell, like, there's different dudes in the stands. The, the people with, like, the sashes that make up their shirt and stuff. Those are what I assume to be the rich people, and the other people are just got like you know brown leather clothes on. None of those guys get hurt. They all slice the throats of the rich, just for acquiescing. Yeah. Okay. All right. So yeah, that just was a mess. I didn't see her get. I was like, well, if they kill her now, that's what doesn't make sense. Like, you you kill her, but that's you've been building this character up over five seasons. Right. Where do you so, go from here? There's nobody going to step in and take her place now. Well, that's why I said I knew that she was going to get out of that, and I knew it was going to be the dragons that came back. I just I didn't remember about that other dragon. I thought maybe one of these guys had broke his chains and got out of the the cave or something. No, I forgot. Yeah. Well, there was that scene where they were where Jorah and and Tyrion were, you know, rowing down the river, Doctor Five style, and Tyrion sees that dragon. You've seen that dragon a couple times in the episode, just fucking... Yeah, it was just flying around. Flying and around see that, doing dragon shit. 
Yeah. So, and again, we have uh, the imp that develops his respect for her because she rode off on a dragon. Mm-hmm. I like. I always put these two together. I always, I always look at it. You know, Varys and Littlefinger are one of like they're one of the same coin. They're the exact same kind of person. And Ver- I like Varys because it, that whole storyline is his plan. He sees Daenerys as someone that will be really good to to sit on the Iron Throne. And he sees Dinklage as the best person to be the Hand of the King, who is actually the power. She's the best figurehead. He's the best puppet master. And Varys is going to be in there because he shows back up. Well, I like that Dinklage uh, always goes to the wine first. Yep. He's the yeah. Lord of Tits and Wine. There you go. And there was as not so much tits anymore, but he definitely stayed up with the wine. Yeah, oh big time. Pukin didn't even stop him from drinking the season. <laughs> so uh, I mean, really who's a threat now to to the Lannisters? Well the Lannisters are fucking I, I feel a betrayal coming from Jamie. Marcella dies because she gets poisoned. Ivy kissed from uh, your chick over in Dorn. Uh, Varys is gone. Littlefinger, I don't know what the fuck his plan was. Because he's, he's out. He, like, season, I think episode five is the last time you see him. Right, and that was uh, the church telling him to go fuck himself, right? Mm-hmm. They wrecked all his whorehouses. Yeah. Plus, he's got some plan that, like, he's smart. His plan hasn't been fucking fully seen yet, where... Where Varys has. Right, because you know he's, yeah, he's, I don't know, it'd be cool to see him end up on the throne, but I don't think that'll happen. Well, this is the thing about Varys versus Littlefinger. Uh, Littlefinger will let his ego get in the way because he is obsessed with the one chick over in the Eve, or the Eerie. He will let his ego fucking do the talking where Varys will do what's right. What needs to be done, even though if you think it's right or not. And he'll do it behind the scenes. Peter Bailey, that dude's going to, I'm calling it, he's dying. He is going to, because he is going to be in the new Maze Runner movie. He's in part two. I saw the preview of that the other day, and I was like, hey, that's fucking Littlefinger. Oh, I bet he's done with the show now. Great. So you're going to rush out and watch that? No. No, I was tricked on the first one. I didn't know it was a, a I know you were. I, I knew it was a teen movie. Uh, I enjoyed it for what it was. It was okay. I wasn't expecting anything hardcore. Um, nah. Spiders. Well, let's talk about some people we didn't see this season. And, and a, uh, a couple dudes I really love. We didn't see the whole – at all. Not once did we see those dudes, the, brother, the Brotherhood Without Banners. The dudes that – They've got the one guy who can die and, you know, the other okay. dude just walks up and yells in his ear and he's come back six times from the dead. Now, what is their relation to uh, the Red Witch? They, she knows of them because that's what I was thinking. Okay, the last episode, the big cliffhanger of season five is everybody at the watch seemingly stabbing Jon Snow to death. Right. And so. we know, we know this, we know. Jon Snow got stabbed. Melisandre shows back up at the watch with, or no, she's alone, but What's-His-Face is there, too, the uh, Stannis's guy. Right, it's, the, uh, his right-hand man. Yeah, yeah, he's there. 
He doesn't know that Stannis may or may not be dead. He just got sent off. Uh, Melisandre knows those dudes can, well, at least the one guy can bring people back from the dead. The mountain has been brought back from the dead. So that that is the thing that happens. So I'm thinking she can do this too, and we are going to see more of Jon Snow next season. Either right? either she's – I think either she's going to do it or she's going to go get that dude. Yeah. But either way, we're in agreement that he's not done. Uh-uh. There's no right. way Jon Snow is fucking dead. That's right. just – Unlike the Hound who is dead. No, the Hound <laughs> is forever alive in my heart. It's a burned up fucking face <laughs> running around. And we also didn't see at the end of season four, uh, Theon's sister runs a raid into Winterfell to rescue Theon. Yeah. We didn't okay. see any of House Greyjoy. Right. And, and they're Theon, supposed to be. The, they're the nautical force. Right. They're nautical fighting. World. Well, shit, who are they fighting for? They're, they're in league with the Lannisters, I believe. Okay. And they're just doing their own thing. Well, huh? they maybe not because Theon was up with the Starks, I don't know. They might be independent. They might be the ECW of, of this, fucking, <laughs> this, this realm. I'm not sure, but she was a great character. I wanted her to come back, and she wasn't in here. The Brotherhood Without Banners weren't in here. There was a Gendry still running around somewhere. What, what do you see happening? Uh, Here's some Joe predictions here. If uh, Daenerys is back over there with the Dothraki. Um, they're going to put her back on the throne there, and she's going to raise that army. So she'll have an army on two fronts to where she can like close in on the Lannisters and be like a fucking double-piercing threat. Mm-hmm. Uh, the thing is, I don't know what's going to go on at uh, at the Night's Watch because even if Jon Snow is brought back, I mean, they killed him, so he's out. Right, so you've got uh what's his name that's that's obviously gonna take over and he's gonna be the big the oh, big uh, cheese. Fuck It's his name. I don't know. Yeah. But, the names I mean, are so hard to fucking remember. I just know yeah. that dude and that dude. Oh the, fuck I don't remember. Yeah, he's he's gonna take over. I don't know. They sent Sam to be a maester. Mm-hmm. He might figure out a way to bring him back. He might find something uh, that will be a credible threat to the White Walkers, and I think they that he will, and that's how he's going to be a hero. And he may kill a couple of more White Walkers as he tries out his discovery or whatever. Well, they know they know two things. They know that Dragonglass kills White Walkers, which they've lost all of it. It was burned. Well, it's in Hardhome. They're not getting it back. And they have learned that Valerian Steel will kill White Walkers. Right. And, and there's that, what, like maybe eight swords of Valerian? Well, that, that leads me to believe that Jon Snow's not dead. He's got a Valerian sword. Jamie's got a Valerian sword. Brienne's sword is Valerian steel. So I, I don't think those three characters are gonna die. Just because of that. I mean, if I was a betting man, I would bet that they don't die. I see House Tyrell completely getting wiped the fuck off, off the face of Westeros. Uh, I see Cersei doing some insane, crazy revenge shit, and I don't know, man. Now, another thing that that they cliffhangered with was Arya seemingly going blind. 
I don't don't ask me what the fuck was going on there. Yeah. So what? Yeah. What what the fuck is going to happen with her? What's this little blind girl going to do to enact her revenge? She's still got that sword, that little toothpick yeah. uh, that she hid outside in the rocks. Yeah, I don't I don't know what's going on with her or even why. Like like we were saying, just you know, with those dudes. Uh, or with that uh, many-faced god temple she's at. I yeah. have no idea where that's going, and I'm honestly kind of losing interest in her. Yeah, they put – like, that's not a – to me, that storyline is kind of interesting, but they, they smeared it over, like, nine episodes, and I don't think there was enough there to do that. If they're – I don't know, man. That, it just got real boring real quick. Yeah, I, she did have uh, one she of the most her, gruesome scenes. She got her comeuppance, that's for sure. Yeah. So, you know, she got to uh, stab a dude in the eyes, both eyes, and then repeatedly stab him in the chest, which was the level of violence that that I kind of watched this show for, you know, mm-hmm. with, uh, with the mountain tearing that guy's face in half last that, year. <laughs> bar none, that was the best five minutes of TV I've ever fucking seen in my life. That was the Viper versus the mountain. That was yeah. just the there, yeah, there are moments in movies and TV shows where I just like, holy fuck! And I that was definitely so, one of them. I, I yelled, holy shit, so loud, I scared my dog. Yeah. And this show has actually done that to me several times. When uh, when Jamie's hand was chopped off, that was one of them because I thought that, I, I didn't. I wasn't surprised at that. I just thought that was great. That guy's reaction. He's just like, yeah. I don't care who the fuck you are, slight. And you know we didn't we didn't see any of fucking Walter Frey still running around out there the guy who perpetrated the fucking red wedding. Yeah, there's a lot of this this uh stuff that I guess there there's just so much going on they just going back and forth or something's up in the veil too with that Robin kid. I don't know what the fuck that kid's ever that kid trip over a fucking stick and break his goddamn neck. He's an idiot. <laughs> Looking for his mom's tit fucking break a leg. Like, I don't know. I see, yeah, I see a lot of stuff happening, but the end game, I really do see the White Walkers winning. Because that's just George R.R. R. Martin. You yeah. love everybody? Okay, I'll kill them all. Mm-hmm. Which is great. But we do have some questions. Alright. Uh, my buddy Josh, uh, has the best question in Game of Thrones history. Which is, okay, it's a two part question. If Tyrion okay. and Brienne had babies, what would they look like, and how awesome would they be? Oh, man, that would be one ugly kid. Um, It'd be one smart-ass kicking son of a bitch. Yeah, and that is not a porn I would like to see at all. Hey, uh. <laughs> you do not talk fucking bad about my girl, Brienne. I don't want to see some chick with gigantism fuck a, a midget, man. She fucking sliced the fuck out of you right now. <laughs> Have you ever seen pictures of her in real life? She's uh, gorgeous. Is she? That's yeah, she can. really hard I mean, to believe. No, she is. Look her up. I'm going to. She Let's can see. probably dunk, and she's gorgeous as shit. Brianna she's supermodel Park. gorgeous. Gwendolyn Christie. Yeah, okay. I guess she's in the new Star Wars, so you can look forward to that. Oh, you know I'm not going to go watch the new Star Wars. Okay. Eh, she's okay. You would not kick that out of bed for eating crackers. Well, of course not, but that doesn't mean she's attractive. <laughs> I think they would be that. That's how. That's where you get the new ruler. Is you make Brienne bang Tyrion. Maybe, maybe throw a little Varys in there. She's got a cute smile. She's just the best. She's my favorite character on this show. I think I said last year. Ever since like 
like the, the eight dudes rolled up on her and Jamie and were going to rape her. And she said, nope, and just slaughtered everyone. I was on board. Like the first time I saw her, she's my favorite. And I don't think she's going to die because she has Valerian Steel. I do like her character. Uh, hopefully she comes up against the White Walker. And I, I do like her character. There. Yeah, I, I like her character because she's terrible at her job. Like Her oath was to keep the Stark kids safe. And she sucks at it. <laughs> but she never fucking stops. She never quits and she never will. But the second part of Josh's question says, uh, Also, how does Jorah Mormont fight so well with those giant blue balls he drags around? <laughs> Which is the best question ever. I don't know, man. That would be hard. Like, I would have to really give up. After the first exile, I'm out. Yeah. Plus, I have fucking Stone Man disease, so I'm just going to go <laughs> fuck off to an island somewhere. <laughs> like, uh, I'm out. Yeah, just gonna go die somewhere. No, I'm, I'm gonna go. Shit. Yeah, I'm gonna go to Littlefinger's whorehouse and just yeah. that'll be it for me for a while. Go uh, get some one arm lessons from Janie because <laughs> it's Jamie. Can you help me? Can, are there chainsaws in, yeah. in fucking Westeros anywhere? Because that would be awesome. Uh, where's the other question? <sighs> Facebook's probably gonna be a retard to me. Nope. Here we go. Oh, I lost it. Uh. <laughs> This is from Dano, our buddy Dano. Uh, he posted like some big, I haven't watched it yet because it just got posted right before we started, but, uh, it's uh, some conspiracy video about how Jon Snow is the king of, or the key to Game of Thrones, but it says, uh, knowing what we know about Khaleesi's version, vision of those, I can't read it. Vision of, okay, I found it. Vision of the throne. Yeah. Leading the video speculating Snow wins all. And seeing what is really coming in regards to winter, I think the White King shall sit on Westeros' most uncomfortable chair. Or Dinklage. Or oh, Dinklage! No, man, I really do. I see the fucking White Walkers winning. Well, isn't that, that what he means by the White King? I think Who's he's the White about, King? I don't know, I've yet to watch this video, but I think that's Jon Snow. Okay. I would assume. Hmm. I don't know, but I would bet paycheck after paycheck that he's coming back. Yeah, I'm, I'm more than certain he's coming and, back. And I would also bet the same amount of money that Stannis isn't dead. Oh, and there's uh, your picture with Brienne of Tarth as Darth Vader. Uh-huh, because that's a movie I want to see. <laughs> Brienne of Tarth Vader. <laughs> um, uh, is, it, is this still the most downloaded show? Oh, it's gotta be. Dude, I'll tell you what, I had the first four episodes before the first one was even over with. <laughs> I can't watch it on Sunday. Because, uh, HBO Go streams so slowly because everybody is on there. I, know, I don't, it. I don't have HBO itself, I just have HBO Go through, uh, through circuitous means. Not nefarious, these are circuitous means. And so, it just streams slow as fuck that day. So I usually have to watch it on Monday. Well, I'll tell you, I about, I about had a, a fucking heart attack because we were – the episode where you were talking – where Jorah throws the spear at the mm-hmm. big Coliseum attack, uh, we were having storms. And if I DVR it because we're recording our regular episode then. I'm DVRing it. The episode's done, and it gets right to the part where he gets to chuck the spear. And it says that's it. It didn't record anything else because, because the storms would fuck my satellite up. And I was frantically like, 
looking through other channels. Is it on HBO West? Oh my god. It was like two hours and I fucking downloaded it and finally got to see the end. I was about to shit myself. But yeah, I had, I had the, uh, first four episodes before, uh, episode <laughs> one was even finished airing. Which kind of sucked because I don't, this is one thing I don't download. This is, like we said at the, at the far, this is appointment television. I know what I'm doing Sunday night and, and right after this, there's an equally amazing show called Silicon Valley. Which have you? I watched the the first four episodes. Uh, No good. Last weekend, I went to visit my girlfriend, and we were just looking for something to watch, and that was one of the things we threw on there. And great, we watched four episodes in a row, and it's funny. It's uh, I don't think it's super super funny, but there the characters are. Uh, just one character really irks me because it seems like every show has to have this guy that's just obnoxious and the fat white guy. Yeah, yeah. And so I really don't like him, but I like everybody else. I like the uh the Canadian Satanist. He's funny as shit. He's the best part about the show. Yeah, because he's very low key, very dry, and <laughs> I dig it, man. He's he's just funny. Mm-hmm. This is this is the uh the cigarette after the sex of Sunday night is Silicon Valley. <laughs> uh, like I said, for me, uh, Penny Dreadful, uh, especially this season, they're in their second season, and I thought I was much more interested in that than even this, Game of Thrones. Was this the show with the clown? No, this is... Uh, this is a Showtime show, right? This is Showtime, and it is... It's Horror League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Okay, yeah, you were explaining this to me once. Yeah, because you have, uh, you've got a werewolf, you've got vampires, you've got demon possession, you've got, like, all these characters that are in classic literature, like Dracula, like Van Helsing, uh, Frankenstein, and they're all just together, like a, like a super team. Hey, I like like Van Helsing, he gave me 500 bucks last weekend. (laughs) (laughs) Like, it's horror Avengers, and you need to watch it, I think you'll dig it. Well, uh, I guess that's it. We'll keep this short. I don't think you got anything else to say about Game of Thrones. Any, any predictions or hopes or stuff Joe would have done different? Uh, no, I mean, I gotta admit that, uh, even though they were, you know, there was some stuff that was predictable at the end, I like not knowing where it's gonna go. I, no idea what's going to happen next season or even how long they can keep pulling this off. You know, cause, uh, as you mentioned, they are now right past the books. Yeah. John's like, I think the last thing that happened in the book was John Snow getting stabbed. So they're right with them right now. Okay. Um, and again, sorry if we're wrong. We don't read the books. We don't. And I might, I might pick one up. I had bought them for my mom a few years back and I might just, Sneak in there and take one and, and see what's up, but they're an investment of time. Those are some oh, thick yeah. fucking books. You know, each I don't one know is if my, I don't know if my brain could handle, like, something that fucking complex in book form. Oh, I'm certain that the... I've the read the Illuminatus trilogy, <laughs> and my brain broke, so... Well, these, you know, the books are probably even more expansive with the characters <laughs> and the locations and all that, so... Yeah. I've heard a lot of book fans complain that there's a lot of characters they left out that are just awesome as shit in the book. Oh, I'm certain that's true, but, I mean, how much time have they got? They can't, you know, they can't include everything. Mm-hmm. But, uh, I'll give it a shot at some point. Yeah. As for me, I'm, I'm full on, uh, Brienne, Team Stannis. Uh, 
that's about it. I want that mountain. I, I want if they give me the pen and the paper, and they say, "Guess what, Kyle? You're fucking writing the show now." Uh, I'm strapping Cersei to a fucking harness, putting her on the back of, of fucking the mountain, and she's gonna run Barter Town <laughs> and get her fucking revenge until she does something extremely fucking stupid, to which her head will get fucking pulled off. But I want to see season five or six. You gotta give me more of the mountain. You gotta give me. Uh, those, those Brotherhood of Banner dudes have to come back. I want some more Melisandra. And kill Daenerys. Fuck her. Fuck yeah, her. I agree. I've, I've no interest in her. It's, it's been the same shit over and over. Yeah. I, I mean, it's, with her, I guess not kill her, but her storyline should be just entitled shit or get off the pot. <laughs> I've, uh, we've also got, True Detective coming back, so I'm really looking forward to that. I, that was some of the best television I saw last year. How are you ever going to fucking top that first one? I have no idea, but, you know, I it's the same. I watched the whole fucking series in a day. It's, it's Jesus. It's fucking beautiful. You yeah, know, and it's, talk about tremendous acting. Uh, fuck, I don't man. Think, I don't think fucking Vince, what's his, what's the other guy that's not Colin Farrell that's in it? Vince Vaughn and he, Colin Farrell, yeah. He ain't pulling I mean, that shit off. No, they're not. Anywhere near the caliber no. of, uh, of Harrelson and McConaughey. And Harrelson, I mean, he's done a lot of stupid shit. He, but he strikes me as one of those dudes that just does what he wants to do and fuck right. everybody else. He's a damn good actor. When yeah, yeah. given something to work with, he is really, really incredible. And shit, if you don't believe that, then you really haven't seen True Detective. And you oh, need I think... True Detective was on the level of Game of Thrones, and I think that series have a definite, definite like ten out, ten story, ten episode arc. Mm-hmm. It, it's good. That's a good thing. Have a definite ending point. Breaking Bad did it. it you can't like as much as I'd want to see like season twelve of Game of Thrones. What are you gonna do? Something, yeah, it's got to come to a head sometime. And I'm thinking maybe we'll get seven seasons and then it'll be done. But Got anything else to say, Joe? Pimp your shit. Uh, you can head on over to fastcustomshirts.com if you want to buy some shirts. I've not had much opportunity to add anything new to the site lately. Well, you need but... to get a you need to get a picture of the hound that just says "I'm not dead." <laughs> I'm not dead. <laughs> <laughs> the hound lives. Uh, but hopefully, I'll things will ease up for me and I'll be able to do that. Uh. I will be at Horror Realm, so looking forward to hanging out with both Kyle and Tim in person. And hopefully uh, Quast makes it out there. I don't know. He just began a, yet another new job. So is he still working two jobs? What's he doing? Beats me. I, I just suggested big-titted ladies equals Horror Realms to him. So. Yeah, that's how I got there. So this dream can happen. It can happen for you, too. It's the key to everything. Mm-hmm. Big-titted uh, women. Also, I am pretty much uh, the co-host now of the DWN Horrible Movie Podcast, which you can listen to on the Horophilia Network. Or to make it easier, just go like DWN on Facebook, and Tom puts the links for the podcast when they're on there. Sometimes it's really good. Sometimes it's not. Sometimes I love that. I listen to that show. I love that Tom dude. His cadence is like Stephen Wright. Yeah. <laughs> Great. Yeah, Tom's good. I don't know how to react sometimes. To him. It's like, are we doing like a real podcast? Or... I think yeah, that's and, the best part of it. And he watches shit that's on Tim Gross level. 
You know, he, he watches a lot of stuff that I've never heard of and have no desire to see. Well, breaking news, um, spoiler alert for next week, Tim and Out of Print Dan have claimed they have found a movie that is pseudo-Spookies 2, directed by the same dude with a couple of the same guys from Spookies, so I've got a boner already. Unofficial Unofficial Spookies 2. Yes, it's called Killer Dead. And supposedly, according to the text message I got earlier from Tim, it's on the way to my house. And I hope it's awesome. (laughs) But as for me, you can listen to the regular podcast. You guys know where. I'm not going to pimp anything. Um, The North remembers. Uh, We're just not going to do anything about it. Yeah. All hail Brianne. Remembering is good enough. Yeah, that's all we need to do. Uh, Thanks for having me on, and yeah. we will continue this discussion in one year's time. Yes, we will. And we are out of here, everybody. Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky. Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18+. Plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.